Blue Wire. New England sending QB Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. We believe we found the right guy. Garoppolo, quick pass, caught by Kittle. He dives, and he's in. Touchdown, 49ers. Kittle is going to go. Touchdown. What up, Striking Gold listeners and Snapback Sports fam, it's Kevin Jones and Jack Settleman coming to you live from Miami, the Mondrian Hotel. Jack, what's going on, bro? Not much. We're in Miami for the Super Bowl. It's pretty sick. So we're at an event with the Players Impact today. Uh, we went to a party last night with Keith Bullock and Eddie George. We're, we're elbowing our way in here. We're trying to become a legit company. Blue Wires, we're here, man. It's fun. I, I want to talk Super Bowl with you, though. Let's do it. I think first, why don't you introduce your audience to me, and I'll do the same for yeah, you. Yeah, so, I mean, um, for the people who've been following Blue Wire, Jack is one of our star podcasters, 23-year-old Snapchat influencer. He's getting embarrassed over here by the introduction. He hit number one on the charts in one of his first few weeks on Blue Wire. We made a big deal about that, and he's one of our most listened to podcasts. Uh, Jack hosts this with Abe, um, and they, they host Mondays or yeah, their Mondays con- and Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, it's when it goes live. And highly recommend um, it's a league wide perspective of NBA and NFL. Cool. So, KJ, as we call him, Kevin Jones, CEO of Blue Wire. So, Snapback fam, if you're listening, Blue Wires who produces and helps us make the podcast what it is today. So, Kevin built the whole thing. There's 70 plus pods. How many pods in the network? 85. 85 sports podcasts. So, if you don't like the general sports we talk, Abe and I, you can go find a pod specific to your favorite team. So, we're on with Kevin Jones. His team that he covers is the 49ers. So, we're bringing you a little breakdown of the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you know, I'm confident in them, to be honest. Like, they, they don't have Patrick Mahomes, but they do have pretty much everything else. I think their only weakness, and my podcast listeners know, is the, the secondary. And it's it's really, statistically, hasn't been a weakness, but I think the Chiefs are going to put some pressure. And, like, I, I'm confident that the 49ers are going to be able to score on the Chiefs' defense. It's Can they get a stop or two when they need it? I think the score is going to be – like, you know, combined in the 70s, I think it's going to be four or five touchdowns wow. for each team. I think that's the biggest misconception right now is the general public is like Niners defense versus Chiefs offense. Niners defense, front seven, elite. But it is that secondary. And because in your head it's like, oh, we have Richard Sherman, the secondaries is just as good as the front seven. But it is lacking a little. And they'll throw the ball 50 times. They have no problem doing that. Yeah, and trips and, you know, last couple of weeks of Packers and Vikings, they played two tight end sets. So it's going to be a lot of throwing the football out of the shotgun, a lot of dime packages on the football field. Um, at the end of the day, I truly trust Kyle Shanahan, though, to put up 31 points. So it's going to come down to can this team get a timely stop. It's the D-line. If the D-line comes out and they play like they did against the Packers and the Vikings, I think the 49ers will win. If they can't get that amount of pressure, it's going to be a little dicey. I still don't think Pat Mahomes is fully healthy. I, he is really? He is mobile right now, but... It, to me, he, he still looks a he's, little gimpy. Well, he's just slow. I think that's the biggest misconception. You see Lamar out in open space. You even see Watson. But Mahomes isn't a true runner. He can move. He's not a typical pocket passer. But he's not like a fast guy. 
I don't know how hurt he is. He's going to be fine, obviously, for the game. But I don't compare him to Kyler or Lamar. Right, Everyone's right. Like, and the 49ers have played mobile quarterbacks. They've struggled. To me, he's he's elusive in the pocket, but he's not a mobile quarterback. He's, he's he can extend the play. Yeah. He can extend the play really well, and that, that could give the 49ers some fits. I'm uh, also on the Niners, and I actually bet on Jimmy G to win Super Bowl MVP. I think he throws 30 times this game. Right. I, I I don't think like everyone's obsessed with the idea of he can't do it. Well, first of all, highest QB rating in the fourth quarter this year, et cetera. But why why would you throw the ball? I would actually be pissed as a fan at Shanahan if he was throwing the ball more in the last two games. They didn't need to. So keep it on the ground, you know? We'll see what's working. If they come out with the lead and Raheem Moster, then I then I get it. But I don't think it's this type of game. I think it's when they played the Saints and it was forty five, forty eight, and it was just like yeah. electric and I worry if the forty ers are running the football so much that they stall out and have to settle for field goals, and then the Chiefs come right back and right. get a quick touchdown. You so have if you, to get seven. If, if, if you play the running game, yeah, you're going to have to get the ball in the end zone. The 49ers have proven they can do that, but um, I, I'm coming out throwing the football, to be honest. Yeah. What's the status of Coleman, and then do you think Breda will be used or is a factor at all? I think Tevin Coleman will suit up, but I don't think that he's going to be a major factor in the game. Breida's had a fumbling problem, so Raheem Mostert is going to be the bell cow. Um, yeah, but I, I, you know, for a running back situation, they're in a good spot right now. They can they have three guys who can do the job. Breida started the year as the main guy, and now the fumbling issues of he's like a free agent after this year. There could be some change in that running back room, but Raheem Mostert. Start of the year as a special teams guy. I mean, his story is just unbelievable. What Kyle Shanahan can do with the pieces, George Kittle, fifth-round pick. The, their two offensive guards were just, like, unheralded guys. That's, a, that's like, the, the biggest thing about the 49ers. They can turn other people's, quote-unquote, trash into right. a treasure that works right. in Kyle's offense. You said you expect them to throw 30 times. They've been using, obviously, Kittle a lot. That's their guy. And then Debo has grown his role throughout the year. But I think, in my head, it's an Emmanuel Sanders game. I think it's time he's going to show up. He's been quiet in the playoffs so far. Is there any truth to that? Yeah, I mean, the whole passing offense has been quiet in the playoffs. So it's like, yeah, we're just looking back. In the Saints game, he was huge early on. He's a great deep threat for this offense, and he's great over the middle and, and slant routes. How are they going to use Tyran Matthew? Um, like, right. Are they going to shade Kittle? Uh, where they put him on the field could dictate some game planning things, what Kyle, where they're spreading the football, trying to keep it away from him. Chief secondary is kind of meh uh, outside of Matthew, so I I don't think they're scared. Yeah, Debo came on strong. Most random name to watch out for, and I've been saying on everything, is Ross Dwelly. He's the backup really? tight end, blocker, going to go under the radar. No one's going to prepare for him all week. I think he's going to have six, seven catches, 60 yards, possibly a touchdown. Ross Dwelly, you heard it here first, could be like the, the big playmaker that no one's expecting because that's what Kyle does. No one expected Raheem Mostert. Everyone's keying in on something else. Yeah, yeah. If they're shading Kittle with Tyron, that opens it up. On the tight end front, what do you expect the defensive game plan to be with Travis Kelsey? Jimmy Ward is is the deep free safety. Um, Jaquaski Tart's the strong safety. Tart is not the best in coverage. He's more of a run stopper. Tight ends have eaten on the 49ers. Um, I think it was is it Hollister? The the young yeah, yeah for, for 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 the Seahawks had a couple touchdowns and then against the Saints they were exposing. So tight ends over the middle, 20 yards is a is a danger spot for this defense. Um, they're going to have to count on Tart. They really are. They're going to count on their their strong safety to kind of to, to monitor Kelsey and Quan Alexander too. He's coming off the torn pack, um, but he's been great in coverage. 
what is like Mahomes takes shots, right? He's he kind of plays like that, and Jimmy G is more of the conservative type of quarterback. How are the defensive backs and the secondary for the Niners in terms of playmaking? So obviously Sherman is really good at intercepting the ball, but like Mahomes takes a pass across his body, that's an opportunity you have to take advantage of. Are they playmakers or? I mean, yeah, Emmanuel Mosley is like he had an interception last game. He's he's gotten his hands on the football before. That's who they're going to attack. They're they're going to put Tyreek Hill probably mostly on that side of the field and have him go against. Mosley, the thing about the 49ers, they're better against bigger receivers. They're not as good against the shifty, shorter receivers, which outside of Sammy Watkins, like Miko Hardman is like kind of the shifty, short guy too. Uh, that type of receiver, this defense, they're they're more equipped to play the 6'3", 220-pound receivers, the Michael Thomases. So, yeah, I would look, uh, you know, Emmanuel Mosley knows he's going to get targeted 10 to 15 times on that side of the field. They're going to have to shade safety help over there. At the end of the day, I would not shock me if the Chiefs won, obviously. But and this will probably be the reason is going to be the pass defense if that happened. But I'm I am picking the Niners, and I'm very confident in them. The matchups seem pretty cut and dry in terms of their strengths, and they happen to be the Niners' weaknesses, and vice versa. There's the Niners' strength is the Chiefs' weaknesses. What's your X factor for this game? Oh, the, the pass rush. The, the 49ers rush the passer, and Patrick Mahomes is uncomfortable. Then the Chiefs' game plan kind of goes awry, and they have to play more backyard football. If the pass rush isn't there, this could be – they could put up 45 points probably on the 49ers' defense, even though they're one of the best defenses in the league. And I think the pass rush will be great because I don't think the Chiefs' O-line – Mitchell Schwartz, great right tackle. They're, they're a great O-line. They're, you know, top 10, top 15, but they're not a top 5 O-line. So I think the, the D-line will be able to eat. Who would be your Super Bowl MVP pick? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. We have Charlie Eagley in the building. Oh, man. If you listen to the Snapback Sports Pod, you know Charlie is our producer. He's the king. He's the, the Cleveland legend. Oh, <laughs> I just ripped my headphones out. I was too excited to see Charlie. Charlie, welcome to Miami. Um, no, yeah, but you were asking me Super Bowl MVP. This is the, the craziest thing I'm ever going to say, but I think it might be Ross Dwelly. It's it's gonna be someone. Oh it's, gonna be so, it's gonna be you someone. You realize how rich you could make someone by tipping. It's gonna Ross be someone Elliott so rich, or or it might be Debo because he's a yeah. rookie and that would still be unexpected. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna be Kittle. I don't think it's gonna be Raheem Mostert. It yeah. might be Jimmy G. I think if you say he's throwing thirty times, no matter if like Dwelly could have six for sixty and a touchdown. Kittle could have one twenty and two. But if Jimmy G then has three hundred plus yards, yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll be, be him. it'll be him. And okay, that's so. why I like that you're saying they're gonna throw three hundred or thirty times because I believe. At that point, it's tough to not give it to the quarterback. We'll, we'll just have to see how the game's flowing. You know, right. um, we could get another thirteen to six or whatever we got last year. I pray to God no. But I, you I never highly know. doubt that. There's yeah, just too many playmakers on yeah, the field. Even are. like a defensive touchdown will happen or, or a big return too. I, I'm ready for the game to be here. Cool. Score prediction: 37-34 Niners. Robbie Gold game-winning field Ooh, goal. Oh, that would be fun. I went. Field. I went uh, on our Super Bowl preview: thirty to twenty-four Niners. The more I've been here this week, though, I am starting to be convinced I think we're going to get a shootout. So I might have to bump that up before the game Sunday when I make the official prediction. But my initial thought was like maybe with the run game, taking time off the clock and the Niners being able to get a few stops. People are also overreacting slightly to the last two performances like this defense is 
light years ahead of what the Chiefs has faced, and it's a recency. The bias. 49ers are the better football team right. from 1 Absolutely. to 53. One, 1 to 52. 1 to 52, yeah. yeah, or no, yeah. 2, two, two to 53. Two, yeah, yeah, exactly. And Pat Mahomes is the best player in and the league. the question is, how much better is he than two? We'll find out on Sunday. Jack, was a pleasure, bro. We got to go hang out with Marcus Colston, San Antonio Holmes in the building. Charlie's here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. Um, we might drop more content later in the day, but um, go Niners. Go Niners. Peace.